0: Just look at present where we are. Yeah, marriage sucks. Do you want to be married to me? Do you want Christine, do you want to be married to me? Because
1: you're the one that's that, that shot the first two blows here. No, I don't want to be married to you.
0: I'm good with that. Nobody's a prisoner here.
1: Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Back, back, back again. Season 17, baby, Sister Wives. (sighs) This premiere? What was that? What did we just watch? I have now watched this episode twice, and I... So many highs, so many lows... I have all of the notes in the world. I'm hoping I'm it here for five hours. Let's get into this now. Let's like get acclimated with where we were from last season. First of all, thank you to t l c for leaving us off uh not hanging for such a long time in between seasons and also like I'm feeling more like we're my be hurtling towards 2021 or we might even be in 2021 at this point. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. So last season, well, technically last season we left off on the, Ooh, just groundbreaking, incredible cliffhanger as to whether or not Janelle got COVID. She did. She and Savannah got it. Goofus and Gallant got it at some point. I'm assuming this is going to come back later, but Didn't happen this episode, so let's get that out of the way. I mean, Janelle's alive. She seems to be fine. She's hawking her, um, you know, gut health tease right along with Christine. So I think she's okay. Okay? Um, This probably wouldn't be a good time to ask Janelle to unblock me, would it? You guys, Janelle has me blocked on... (laughs) Janelle has me blocked on Instagram uh, on the podcast account and, you know, it's something that keeps me up at night. She's my, you know, she's one of my favorite wives for sure. And I respect Janelle. I really respect Janelle. And I've been saying that I think she's the ultimate, uh, polygamous girl boss. I think she got everything out of it that she could have possibly asked for and, You know, I salute a bad bitch when I see one. And I salute to you, Janelle. And, like, unblock me so I can continue saluting to you. Please. And thank you. Moving on. Um, The first important scene we get is with Cody. He's scribbling something down on a journal. I don't know. We didn't address it. I don't know why we even had to talk about it. But uh, Christine catches us up. And she says... That at this point, it's been a few months since she and Cody had the epic conversation at the finale of last season in which he put a door up in her bedroom and she said, for lack of better words, hey, do you plan on having sex with me inside of this bedroom? And he said, no, probably not. Probably not ever. And you should just be fine with that. And so Christine said, well, here's the thing. I would, you know, enjoy in the future of some point a penis was inside of me. And if it's not going to be yours, then you can uh, peep this eviction notice and see you later. Goodbye. Then we get back to Cody and he's doing his own video recording. Cody seems confused. He seems to think that it's perfectly reasonable to have what he calls a romance free marriage and that he knows a lot of couples who go through it. But, you know, that's really easy to say when you have a marriage that is not romance free, you know? Looks pretty easy from that side of Robin's fence, doesn't it? This season, I mean, this premiere was basically just a whole episode between Cody and Christine. So I'm going to try and make it as entertaining as possible, but it was worth it. It was definitely worth the watch. I will say that I noticed a visible shift shift in Christine right off the bat. Like, she's more confident. She's clearly happier. She's clearly found a way to healthily escape from that ramen noodle bastard and it shows it is showing in her body language in the way she speaks in her voice oh i love to see it i really do like when is it that you've when was the last time or the first time you've seen a woman in any of these situations be confident in themselves and their relationship i'll wait We can look back to Seeking Sister Wife. We can look back to the last 16 uh, seasons of this show. Uh, Footage not found. Not even with Robin. Would I say that anybody, any woman has seen as confident as Christine. She says, right off the bat, banning Cody from my bedroom felt really good. It felt really good to say to him. And you know what, Christine, it felt really good to hear. It felt really good to hear that you said it. So it's a lot of the back and forth between Cody and Christine. So we go back to Cody. He's saying in a confessional that over the past year, the family's basically dissolved because of his COVID protocols. And then Robin says in a confessional that all of this has been really hard on Cody, which makes it um, really hard for her to live with. Real hard to live with Cody because of that, which... <laughs> LOL, (laughs) LOL, Robin, you know, you're the one into manifesting and ask, believe, receive, and this is what you're getting. And it's not that great, is it? It's not that great when your shower is getting clogged up by his hair and you guys have to um, share uh, hair dryers, blow dryers. It's not that great. Not that great. One could make the argument that Robin technically has been saying all these years that she, you know, This seems like destiny. And this is like what she wanted was to be in a polyamorous relationship or polygamy, whatever you call it. Um, And she has been steadfast in that. She has maintained that. But has she done anything to support those claims? No. And so that's why I have no problem letting out a hearty cackle at her life's foibles at the moment you know does that make me a bad person yeah but that's why you're here <laughs> that's why you're listening to me so let's not act like it's anything different so then cody decides to well i mean i think that's making it uh, cody decides to film a scene with robin aka this was <sighs> bullshit this is absolute bullshit i'm not going to blame the producers for this i think this was something that cody and robin cooked up themselves in order to have this uh impromptu conversation in which we're supposed to believe that christine has kicked cody out of his uh, their home and the bedroom and basically their relationship and we're supposed to believe that this is the first time that robin's heard about that They both sit down on their uh, red leather porn couches and have this conversation. She's like, oh, Cody, what are you going to do? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go over to Christine. She's like, oh, why? Have you guys talked about anything? What happened the last time you guys had a conversation? He's like, well, funny you should mention it. Um, Christine kicked me out of her bed. And then uh, when I came over to the house when she was out of town, I saw all of my things in boxes in the garage. And Robin's making these faces. I mean, my God, did we do like a... Did she pull up a YouTube video for how to face act? Because it looks like it. my face acting here. Oh, what? (gasps) She... (gasps) No, she didn't. She's not saying anything, but this is all showing on her face, right? Okay, girl. Okay. And she's like, well... Why don't you think about sleeping on the couch? Oh, by the way, Cody said that the reason why he came to Robin is because, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. He said that the reason why he came to Robin to ask her advice as to how to deal with Christine is because he claims that Robin has a nature of understanding relationships and how to make them work, which if you've watched, I don't know, 17 minutes of the show, we know that that means it's because Robin does anything that Cody asks with no hesitation. And so that is his example for how to make a relationship work. Remember when last season he kept using the word compliant for what Robin and her kids were doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, he obviously like, he just wants to, look in Robin's eyes and, and her watery eyes and like have her hype him up of whatever bullshit delusions are happening under that skull of his. And so she is telling Cody, I think you should consider just like staying in the house, sleeping on the couch, maybe Truly can move into Christine's room and um you can sleep in Truly's room or whatever. And he's like, uh, hmm. <laughs> like like the meme with the question marks over it so robin reminds him you know in other relationships like monogamous relationships if there's a situation where your wife is kicking you out of the bedroom you don't have the option of i mean <laughs> we could say three over the houses but we know it's just robin's right you can't go over to my house people don't most husbands don't have a robin to come home to so then robin says in a confessional I'm sure that there are times where, you know, people are struggling and you might not want to share a bed with your partner, but if anything, that should motivate you to be there more in order to save the relationship. Right? (laughs) The Cody says in a confessional, I don't need to be sexist here, but uh, why is it that the man has to stay on the couch? It's his room too. (laughs) What's the point of staying the night here? I've got no place to shower. It's like the walk of shame and I'm not going to do it you guys, I really had an aha moment. I really had an aha moment and I had to pause the TV and I closed my eyes like Raven from that. So Raven having a a moment, a flashback. And I was like, Google when his birthday is, because this is Aquarius male behavior. And I'm really not like one to be like, Oh, this behavior is because of your sign. Like, I don't really use that loosely, but Guess whose birthday was January 20th? How'd I know that? How'd I know? (laughs) How'd I know? Maybe I have a cavalcade of of Aquarius men in my wake. This is how I know. I knew this behavior, y'all. Blueprint. Blueprint. How did I not see it? How did it take me this whole time to see it? Uh, I'm going to walk you guys through this. Aquarius men want their relationships to go their way. And then when their little tootsies get put to the fire of like the possibility of them being in the wrong, all of a sudden things got to be on equal playing field. All of a sudden it's why why do men have to be relegated to the couch when something happens? Because she's the one who's kicking you out. You're not kicking her out. Okay. She's the one who's heartbroken. That's why. And then he pretends like this is some sort of great atrocity being done upon him. That it's like a walk of shame. And now he's like in victim mode. Like this bitch is going, is trying to like cut my nuts off and trying to make it seem like, like I am shame, shame, shame. Like the lady with the bell from Game of Thrones. And I'm not, I'm not going to stand for that. Okay. I got to stand up for myself sometime. And now's the time. Finally, things start to click with Robin in a confessional. She says one of the unfair advantages for a husband in a plural marriage is that if he's having an issue with a wife, he can just go to the next house. But For the wife. She's stuck by herself. Thank you, Robin. Now. I would like to um, remind you, I have not read the article yet. I'm going to, but uh, Jody and Amanda from, we love to hate everything last week, uh, told me that Christine did a people magazine article interview (laughs) in which she said that, uh, that uh, she has not spoken to Mary nor Robin since she announced that she was leaving the family. Now you knew this. And yet neither of y'all are speaking to her. Okay. Make that make sense. So then Robin tries to suggest to Cody, again, think about sleeping on the couch. And he's like, well, you know, in other times where uh, Christine's kicked me out, I just decided to wait until the kids were asleep. And then I left and came back to my real home, which is yours. You would remember that because I shared the bed with you that night. And so this is basically the opposite of what Robin is telling him to do, which is great. So then Robin tries to suggest yet again, that when you're having an issue with your partner, you stick around and try and figure things out. And he really looks at her like, huh? Like, she's got to be kidding, right? Like, it's actually incredible to me. And it's really laughable. Cody sees zero (laughs) value. Like, like, It's not even like uh, he gets it, but he doesn't want to do it. I think Cody genuinely does not understand that there is an inherent value in putting effort into a relationship in which somebody is mad at you. Like, I don't think he gets it, you guys. I don't think he gets it. In many ways, it's very funny to watch a guy be so openly stupid and not be aware of it and how it comes off on camera. Um, you know, it would be funnier if it wasn't about breaking up a, a family, you know, but I still laughed. <laughs> so then Cody continues to tell on himself in a confessional. And he says that he's basically triggered by the idea of sleeping on the couch because over the years, Janelle's tried to kick him out. Mary's kicked him out. Robin's kicked him out, which yeah, I would like to hear more about. When did that happen? And... He just feels like the wives have the upper hand as to where he gets to live. So everything is like, I'm just like a, a victim to these women, these women, and no perspective as to like, hmm, every single one of my wives has kicked me out of the place that they call home because they don't feel safe with me there. Hmm. Maybe I should look within myself. No. Okay. Just, just a thought, Cody. We want to have any perspective as to how, uh, kicking somebody out of your home is a pretty extreme move, uh, mostly made by very desperate people at the end of their rope. And yet you're acting like these are just women wielding things over you. It's like crazy. How does he fix this way? It's so wild. You guys, (laughs) what are we watching? At this point, Robin really starts to get hot under her, you know, poly, p- cotton poly blend, uh, cheetah print, purple blouse and says, you know, if you're not trying to work it out with your wife, that's bullcrap. <laughs> Ooh, okay. At the end of the scene with Robin and Cody, the last time we see Robin, Cody slumped down in his chair, mumbling about how, yeah, I wish I had talked to Janelle about this and that he's not going to be sleeping on a couch. So he basically just, didn't get what he wanted from Robin, took his toys and left. That's it. Pouted and left. Robin's face when he walks out of that scene is like, I've never seen her so pissed. Is that true? I haven't seen her this pissed since Mary said that she didn't want to work on my sister wife's closet. Not since then. Robin says in a confessional that she feels powerless in the moment because she doesn't know what's going to happen with Cody and Christine. But I feel like you feel powerless because you know exactly what's going to happen. You know, he's about to uh, get in that mini- minivan and, uh, and blow his whole relationship up. That's why you feel powerless. Cause you know exactly what he's going to do. <laughs> so finally, Cody goes over to Christine's and he says in a confessional that going into this, he's feeling a lot of things. Uh, he says, those things are ambivalence first anger. And then he just wants to know why Christine moved his shit out. So as Cody's walking in, Christine says in a confessional that even Cody's presence gives her anxiety and she's not looking forward to this at all. So they sit down on the kitchen table. Cody's trying to play it cool and being like, so uh, notice that you move my stuff out. And she's like, yeah, it's really hard for me to look around my house and see your shit in it. I'm obviously using my words, not theirs. So Cody says, once you said you weren't attracted to me, Excuse me. Christine says, Cody, once you said you weren't attracted to me and that you didn't want to have an intimate marriage with me. Cody cuts her off and says, Christine, that wasn't me calling our relationship. I wasn't trying to break up with you. But then you told me that you didn't want me to stay with you anymore. And I was dumbfounded. (laughs) He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Oh, my God. So then he said that he just, his jaw was just dropped when she said that. Christine goes, I can't have a marriage that's not an intimate marriage. It's not fair, Cody. So Cody says his first lie to Christine, which is that I never told you that we weren't going to be intimate again. And Christine reminds us that in the finale, they had this big old conversation off camera in which Cody told her that he did not see them having an intimate relationship and that in the conversation, he also made it pretty clear that he didn't see that changing. So Christine says in a confessional, this is not the kind of marriage that I signed up for. Like if we're not going to have a real marriage, I don't want you in my bed. And I feel you girl. Like if we're not going to be, why are you here? Why are you here? Take taking up my blankets? Sweating me up in the middle of the night? What, what for? What is it all for? Why am I here? You don't even like me. Why Why are you here? Like, what is the benefit for Christine? She gets to pick his um, long hairspray-laden hair out of the sheets? Great. Cool. What? A, what fun for me? I gotta wash the sheets two times to get the Axe body spray out? Like, come on. Let's think about things. Anyway. Oh, I hate him. So then Christine calmly reminds Cody that when she asked him if they were ever going to have an intimate marriage anymore, he told her it was over. And Cody says, I did not tell you that. I shrugged my shoulders. Okay. I didn't say no. I was just like, eh. Eh. <laughs> yeah, 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 the exact emotion somebody wants to hear towards. Do you want to have sex with me? Eh. Yeah. Thank you. So Cody says in a confessional, his point of view. you guys ready for this? He says that for years, Christine has been telling various family members that she wanted to leave the family, but he never heard that directly from her. So when Christine came to him and asked him if they ever were going to be intimate again, he's coming from a place of all these rumors. And so that's why he decided to just be like, no. So, I mean... I feel like if I had heard from various family members that my partner wanted to leave me, that I would—I don't know—at some point over the last few years, ask, ask if that was true. Maybe, hey, babe, do you plan on divorcing me? Are you gonna, are you gonna leave? I heard that, but what you did instead was decided to let it fester, believe people, hold it over Christine's head, unbeknownst to her. And then just be like, well, I don't really know if I'm ever going to be intimate with you, but I'm also not going to tell you where I'm coming from. So what she sees is just a shrug. But what I'm expecting her to pick up on is that, like, I heard these rumors from random people and that's why I'm mad at her. Cool. Now, you could be fair to Cody and say, yeah, I mean, if this is how Christine felt then she probably should have expressed that to her husband and rather than other people. But the other side of that is uh, we don't really know for sure that that's what happened. (laughs) I mean, it probably did, but on the other side of it is like, wouldn't you be curious, Cody? (laughs) Like the fact that you weren't even the least bit curious enough to ask her if it was true. I feel like that means all you need, that says all you need to say for your relationship so then Cody says that the reason why he just shrugged his shoulders when Christine asked him at it is because he wasn't going to be fooling around with a woman who was talking about leaving him. <laughs> I heard a rumor. I'm taking my toys away. And, uh, you know, whatever happens to that is your fault. So Christine comes back in a confessional. It's like, <laughs> it's not like he just threw his shoulders up. And he's like, he said that it would depend on me. And I just don't want to be in a marriage with somebody who shrugs their shoulders at the idea of being intimate with me. Thank you, Christine. So then Christine looks directly in Cody's eye and she says, I think we need to be free of each other. (laughs) She's so done. She is so done. She says, I'm just ready to be free. It was bad before COVID. It's been like 10, 12 years of bad. Cody says it hasn't been bad that long. Christine says, well, for you, maybe it's been even longer. (laughs) Not even the option. She's not even giving him the option of being like, oh, this is something that has recently conspired. Later, he keeps trying to throw COVID into the equation. And she's like, "Ah, ah, ah, ah." no, that's not it. It's not just been 2020. And then he says, Cody, Cody says to Christine, for you, it's been longer because you're the one that's been unraveling this whole thing on me. I thought Lehigh was a beautiful experience and you told me that it wasn't. So Lehigh, you guys, is where they lived in Utah before they moved to Vegas. And they all lived in one house. So this was pre-Robin. Christine had the basement. Mary and Janelle were somewhere in between. It was like three houses in one. Blah, blah, blah. So Christine tells Cody that Lehigh was actually really difficult for her. And she asks him if he has any memory of that. And he just kind of looks at her like nothing. And she goes, I was asking you for help. And you said, no. So Christine tells us that at the beginning, things were the beginning of she and, and uh, Cody's relationship disintegrating was when she was pregnant was truly Wow. I think anybody, if you have not watched the old seasons, I think you can just assume that who who joined the family when Truly came along and Christine was pregnant with Truly. Just take a guess. Take a guess. Anyway, Christine says that she was pregnant with Truly and somebody else joined the family that she was working. She had to bring some income into the family. So she was working nights and she needed help. She needed help from Cody. He said no. And so the help went to mom number two, a fifth grader, 10-year-old Aspen, her daughter, their daughter, her daughter, Christine's daughter. <laughs> so she was tasked with taking, making sure the kids went to bed, making sure that they were good through the night while their mom was gone. Christine's asking Cody, like, hey, do you mind just, like, going downstairs and helping our children out? And he's like, hmm, that really seems like you're asking too much of me. I can't do it and I won't do it. I refuse. And how dare you? So <laughs> you just like, I couldn't do it. I had so many other responsibilities. I had uh, Mary who had one child, you know, that was the whole thing. I have Janelle also present in her home with her children at night. So I just like really had a lot of fires going on. And I think you're just really asking way too much of me as parents I can't parent our kids because I'm too busy parenting um, these other kids who have parents with them at night. That's really difficult for me. Uh, So Aspen, you good? Cool. Because this uh, hairspray doesn't get itself out, honey. I got a whole deep conditioning to get all this white rain out. And then I have to make sure my bag is packed and that I have enough gas to go over to Robin's house tomorrow. You know, I'm going to be there for a few hours. Probably a few days. Don't count on me. Anyway, good luck with the baby. Let me know. Beat me if you start crowning and uh, see you later. Of course, Teflon Cody decides to point the blame right back at Christine because of how she treated her sister wives when they were in Utah. Christine says, at this point, like, I'm really, I'm like, I'm really close to Janelle, but that's it. I don't really talk to Mary. I don't really talk to Robin. And frankly, I have a tendency of getting jealous. It's really hard for me to maintain relationships with the wives that are having good relationships with you when I'm not having one. It's really hard to look. And then uh, Cody looks at Christine and says, you don't get to blame me alone for how this relationship has gone on. And then he goes through the laundry list of things that she has done that's really just faults of his, but he doesn't realize it. By learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp slash everyone's business. So Cody tries to blame Christine for blaming him for not being around the house and their kids as much. So it's her fault for being upset about him being an absentee parent. Like, why did you ask me? Because you knew I wasn't going to do it. So that's really on you, you know, um, So Christine does her math in a confessional and she says, okay, let's say we've been in this house in Flagstaff, Arizona for like 800 days. Now Uh, we went hiking once with Cody and kayaking twice. And one of those times he didn't even get in the water. So out of those 800 days, we've spent like three or four days together. Total. So Cody then tries to show shade at Christine was like, well, Maybe it just seems to you like I'm not there. Like I fully remember in my memory having full days there, full days at the house, but maybe that's just not something that you would remember because you were out of town or you're working or just out there doing whatever it is that you do. Uh, I don't know, going to travel to see our other kids. I guess we're not thinking about that. We just off there flitting around doing whatever and i was here for full days i was here this little bitch has the nerve to say i don't have time to play like christine has time to because i'm working and i'm busy all day and what is it that you're doing it's not like you're cooking and cleaning and they just <sighs> you know what i'm not gonna say anything you monster 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 i'm sorry maybe we don't all have time to like chop up a whole thing of celery for you like you want cody but okay what what are you busy doing making sure that uh, robin's sharpie tip didn't dry out so she can paint her eyebrows on again like what are you doing you don't have a job what are you doing scouting the greater flagstaff area for holes that you can throw solomon into what are you doing quickly and quiet as it's kept i bet robin's not doing any cooking and cleaning either you know who's doing it the nanny that she fucking hired how about that Ugh anyway this is like a fucking <laughs> this man like you think he can go no lower and yet here we are here we are the fucking tower of terror with him so christine cuts to the chase and says why are you interested in holding on to me? Why are you insisting on this? Why? And then he throws his hands up like, Whoa, wow. You're really being crazy now. Ooh, look at you. She dared to raise her voice from a three to a five. Calm down, lady. We wanna get a fainting couch for her. Let's ship her off to the- <laughs> ship her off to the islands. Calm down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, irks. So Christine tries to break it down to him again about how they weren't going to be having an intimate relationship they haven't had one in years so why the hell is she staying and cody's like you're blaming me for being turned off by your behavior this is aquarius behavior this is it this is it christine does a confessional and she says i've been married to this man for 25 years i've known him for almost 30 man the fuck up Just tell me that you don't want to be with me anymore. Just be honest. He doesn't want to let her go because his ego will not allow it. Like he knows that he fucked up. This isn't a situation like Mary where he can be like, you put a banana in your mouth for a selfie for somebody. And now I'm the scorned husband. He can't do that with Christine. And so he would rather just like stick along, even though he doesn't even like her (laughs) because he wants to prove a point for his own ego. That he he is blameless. So we'd rather be miserable than admit to be wrong. It's really sick. At that point, Cody continues his fuckboy mission to turn, he turns around in his chair and he points at his domain and he points at all the things that are his. I bought this house. I bought the bed. I bought these chairs. This is my house too. And Christine's like, I know, but you don't love me like really embarrassing to have this conversation christine says being too married to you cody it's been heartbreak and it's been pain i've tried for so long and for so hard to be what you wanted me to be and to do everything that you wanted me to do and i had to make it so that you wanted to be around me and so cody says you've done everything except for treat your sister wives with kindness and respect who the fuck cares my god my God, Christine says, I don't know what she mean by this. And at this point, Cody's like, oh, oh, oh. he says in a confessional, when Christine says that, it makes me want to scream. Then he claims to have been had his heart broken for years now because of Christine's complaints and hatred of plural marriage. And he says, here's the thing. Christine was great at being willing to mother uh, Janelle's kids, but she was never willing to mother or be a good mother to Robin's kids. The reason why I'm not attracted is because she's not being loyal and I feel betrayed. And if you couldn't believe it, Cody decides to make it even worse by saying, you know, Christine, it is true that we didn't marry under romantic circumstances. (laughs) And Christine corrects him and says, no, it was romantic for me. It wasn't for you. And he says, okay, well, I didn't know better. So Christine says, okay, and if you had known better, then what? And Cody says, had I known better? And he doesn't want to answer it. But then Christine says, yeah, you wouldn't have married me. So then Cody says, I just felt like we were following through with a destiny By by marrying each other. And he tries to say, well, maybe we didn't marry under romantic circumstances, but eventually it became that way. And then he says, well, I just can't sit by and watch you try to tear people down and undermine them. And I don't understand why you still expect me to have respect for you after that. And then he tells Christine, I fell in love with you because I thought you were treating people great. And then you started treating people badly. And that's what really messed up our relationship. And yet he does not see the connective tissue between that and what she's saying, which is very obvious. Like I didn't like Robin and therefore you don't like me. And he's acting like that's something that Christine besmirched the whole family for, but it's no, it, hello why are we acting like this is anything different than like she didn't like robin and that's it that's it y'all have made it abundantly clear that janelle and mary didn't get along in the beginning first years of their relationship and so christine basically had to play the golden retriever of the family to make everybody come together and play happy family and then robin came in christine felt threatened by that And then rather than trying to make her feel better, you're just like, well, this is your fault for not just, like, continuing to be the golden retriever. And so, therefore, I'm going to put you down. I'm going to tie you up in the backyard with a chain. And that's it. That's going to be your life. It's going to be your life. (laughs) Do you think it's interesting? Like, why why doesn't Janelle get punished the way Christine does for not getting along with Mary? Or vice versa? You know? You ever think about that, Cody? Like, they have not gone along for years, and yet they're still here. And it's not... You've never once said that your inability to get along with uh Mary is, uh, content- you know, affecting our relationship now. He's never said that to her. Not that we know of. Doesn't seem like it. it. Never once. Never once. And so w- this is how we know that this all has to do with Robin. All of this... <sighs> okay <laughs> Cody hates Christine because she makes him confront his feelings and hers and he doesn't want to do that and so he hang- he hates her he hates her that's it so after all of this this curly head little fuck has the nerve to say are you saying this relationship is unsalvageable bro <laughs> bro Christine just stares at him because what are what else is she gonna say except for "duh, bitch"? Like, bitch, duh. Get your you. (laughs) Like after all of this about how you're not attracted to her, you guys aren't in a romantic relationship. You shrugged. You had the nerve to be like, your box is in the garage. So, are we broken up then? Yeah. (laughs) At this point, Cody decides to go completely scorched earth and then really stick to Christine and tell her, um, I'm going to unravel this farther because it's true. It's true that when we first got married, I wasn't attracted to you. I felt pressured into the marriage and I didn't know better at the time. And Christine just looks at him and it really like broke my heart, made me infuriated, wanted me to like find some kindling and set it on fire and head right on over to Coyote Pass and just let it go. Okay. Her face was like, you're so fucking mean. How dare you? Like, that was so rude and unnecessary. But also, I'm I'm over this. Like, a different Christine, maybe the Christine of six months ago, I would have run out of this room crying and screaming. But I'm not going to do that. What she said was awful. But also, I've made peace with the fact that I don't want to be here anymore. So that's really mean. But also, I'll be okay. I'll be okay at the end of this. And frankly, all you're doing is uh, making it loud and clear that I should be leaving you. <laughs> frankly. then Christine really drives home a point, which is that why would Cody feel an obligation to be married to me? It's, this is not something that our religion does. We don't do arranged marriages. There was no <laughs> reason for him to feel the need to be married with me it's almost like he feels like he had to, like he felt sorry for her. You know, like you're asking the ugly girl out to prom because you know, nobody else is going to ask her like, and that's really fucking mean, you know? So Christine does admit to Cody that there were some great years in their relationship. And when Cody asks, well, why would you want to give that up? She says, cause my heart's been broken for the past 10 years. Why would I want to hang on to this? Why would you want to hang on to this? So Cody tells her that he feels like at this point, he just feels like it's irresponsible and that they need to reconcile for the sake of their kids. Like he's just throwing everything at the wall. Not at any point has he been like, um, I love you. <laughs> I like you. Um, I think we have a good foundation. Why don't we try to be friends? No, this is all just appearances. It's just all just keeping up appearances. And what would just be the most convenient thing for him. Like it would it's con- inconvenient for them to break up. Because they still have minor children. So she has to stay here because of that. <sighs> he, has, he he really says it's bad timing. <laughs> and then Cody says in a confessional, it feels like she's telling me it's over. And I'm just sitting here feeling like a dope. And I feel a little pathetic. <laughs> you should. You absolutely should. So at this point, they're just they're saying it but they're not saying it like I had to watch it the second time to be like oh they're talking about the kids but they don't really want to get into it on camera and how Christine's kids don't really fuck with Cody anymore so he tries to spout some bullshit about how he's tried to save this family at a great cost to himself and then Christine cuts him off and says listen before you get angry I just want you to know that I defended you so what she's saying is like uh, Isabel hates you Aspen, probably. McKelty. The other one. Payden. All of them are mad at you. Just so you know, I'm not the one who's like tearing your name down uh, behind your back. They're doing this on their own. These are their own independent feelings, sir. He He's never going to get that. He's never going to get that. He's always going to think that Christine was talking shit about the kids because she was unhappy and she's like some spoiled, whiny bitch. He's never going to accept that his kids just don't like him. He's never going to accept that. Even though Janelle's kids don't like him either. Like, so (laughs) do you ever think about that? Why don't Goofus and Gallant fuck with you? It's not just Christine. So Cody actually looks at Christine and says, why would I believe you? Why would I believe you in this state? And she says, that's fine. You you don't have to trust me. It's <laughs> it, nothing to me. It ain't nothing to me, bro. So Cody, again, tries to take control. And he says, you know, I have love and intimacy in this relationship. I'm just sorry that it's based upon being in a plural family. And Christine's done. She says, very deadpan at him, and says, a couple of times a year does not work for me in a marriage. And Cody's ass shut right on up. He was tight. And it's almost like he had to power down to understand, like, what she just said. But all he can come up with is, you saying only a couple times a year feels like an accusation. And Christine looks at him and is like, you're not interested in an intimate marriage with me. I was. And Cody says, you are? And she says, I was. (laughs) Past tense, bro. Past Even if you said to me right now we could have intimacy in our relationship, I wouldn't believe you, Cody. Okay? And so Cody says, well, even if you told me that you wanted a plural marriage and you were devoted to it, I wouldn't believe you for a second. That's our deal, Christine. Our deal was plural marriage. And then Christine says, okay, everything was really fine for us for a while. And then something happened 10 or 12 years ago, and I got jealous for the first time. And he says, yeah, and you never got over it. I think she did. I think at this point we can safely say that Christina is over it. She says in a confessional, why should my value as a human being be so contingent upon whether or not you think I'm treating other people? Well, I think you're looking for excuses. That's what it comes down to. I think he has a favorite wife. I think that's why all of this is like it is. And apparently I'm not treating her well enough. So there's nothing I can do. I mean, honestly, what he's asking for me is ridiculous. And then they start to bicker about bringing up who's bringing up old stuff and whether or not they should be dwelling on the past. And Christine's like, okay, let's just talk about now then. Do you want to be married to me? And Cody says, do you want to be married to me? Because you're the one who shot the first two blows here. And she says, no, I don't want to be married. to you." <laughs> like, bro, you really shot yourself in the foot on that one. Like, there's a third blow. Why did you set yourself up? You really did. And then she just stares at him. No, I don't want to be married to you. Crickets. Insert cricket noises here. So after a few seconds, Cody says, I'm good enough with that. Nobody's a prisoner here. So what does that mean now? (laughs) So Christine says, what it means is I'm moving my ass back to Utah. Okay. I want to be surrounded by people that love me. And then it starts all over again cody's like oh we have children together christine and i need to be part of their lives just because you decided to travel during covid doesn't mean that i shouldn't have access to them and then he's all pissed off in a confessional he's like she can't take truly she can't legally leave with her i think (laughs) so christine says she has to explain like cody it's too heartbreaking for me to be around you and he says so what So what? You still have a family and we can make hanging out work. It can't possibly be worse than what we've been experiencing recently. So we're not lovers anymore. We're a family. We're still a family. How do we do that? Are you going to sit here and continue to be jealous for the rest of your life that I love people, love other people, and feel affection towards them? No, that's why she wants to leave. (laughs) Do you think it ever occurred to Cody that Christine is leaving to be with y'all's kids. She's leaving to be with Payton, McKelty, Aspen, their husbands, who all live in Utah. So really, we're just talking about like Isabel, who's in college. So really, just truly. She's the one who's trying to go to her family. You're the one trying to make her stay with a bunch of people who don't like her. And she doesn't like because you want access to truly sometimes, occasionally <laughs> TBD on when that is. Doesn't sound like much truly already lets a chopper spray on you last season saying that she barely sees Dad. so <laughs> he's a monster. And really like how far is Flagstaff from Utah? Like generally speaking, you ain't got no job bro. you have really all the time in the world. but you don't because you're so busy with your real children who are uh, Solomon and Ariola and the other three pain or Brianna. All, all, all three of the one of them. So so now Cody's just talking. Every sentence is the diametric opposite of the one he just fucking said. He's flailing. He's just flailing. First he says that relationships work on a merit system. And then he says that Christine has been spreading the poison of her jealousy in the family for 10 years now. And that the issue with their relationship is with each other. Not because of any favoritism on his part with the other wives. It's just that her reaction to being never mind. Somebody'll tell you, Cody. I can't. I can't. I gotta go. Christine then tells Cody I don't know how to stay here. I don't know how to stay in here in Flagstaff and be, be comfortable. And he goes, Why don't you just grow up? <laughs> Why don't you grow up? Why don't you find a boyfriend, stay here, bring him back to the family, and we can all be a part of a bigger family because that's what grown-ups do.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello?
1: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> then Cody tells Christine that she's poisoned the well again. And I'm sure that this is in reference to him assuming that she's talking shit to the kids about Cody. But Christine says, I know you don't trust me, but I haven't done that. I haven't said anything to the kids. And he says, Yeah, well I'll never trust that. But I still think that we should try to salvage this family. <laughs> Neither of us trust each other, but we should definitely stick around. We don't enjoy being around each other, but we should definitely saddle each <laughs> to our lives for the rest of our lives. Okay. Okay. So then Cody starts to bring up the COVID protocols for whatever reason. Again. This has nothing to do with why Christine wants to leave you. He's trying to use it as a way to blame Christine for separating the family because she has different views on COVID than he has. And he wants to be the victim because she's turned everybody against him. So he thinks to make it seem like he's the one doing something wrong when he's trying to save his family by all these COVID protocols that basically were obsolete after the first six weeks that we all heard about them to begin with. Christine... Trying to keep the ship going in the right direction has to remind Cody, yet again, our relationship was in the shitter way before COVID, years before. And Cody tries to cut her off and says, well, this isn't going to work for me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work for you because without this COVID narrative, there's nothing for you to say outside of you just being an asshole to Christine. So Christine says, actually... If anything, COVID is what made me realize that I could do it alone because I didn't know that I could do it before. So finally, Cody realizes, finally, 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 he realizes that he's got nothing left. He's got nothing left to say. And he goes, you know what? I'm just so effing mad that I just want to put it aside and just let this go. But if you're going to take the kids, does that mean that there's no more family? Because being here just feels like we're not part of the family anyway. And so Cody then again brings up COVID and Christine says, it's not COVID. You haven't been around for years. What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you doing? So then Cody's like, I have been here. I'm here every uh, like third night or every sixth night. Maybe I'm here on one of those days. Cody says in a confessional that Christine has not been mistreated. There's no victim here. She lost her faith. She lost her religion, her direction. And now she wants out of this marriage. Okay. So now it's God's fault. (laughs) Now it's God's fault. So then Cody tries to blame Christine again for the adult children having issues with him and saying that he's neglecting the family, but he's trying to explain to her that he's only neglecting the people who aren't obeying his rules. So that's different. Okay. Christine, that's very different. Then he says some more bullshit about how Christine has convinced him about the past. And she's not going to make him feel like plural marriage isn't okay. Because he knows people who have lived it. And they like it. And they're happy. It's not anybody in this family. But I've seen it happen. And they seem fine. So I've heard things and I've seen it. And everybody else is great. So that should also carry over into our family. And it's because it's not, I'm mad at you and you're poison. Okay? Poison. I thought Cody truly didn't have anything left in his artillery, but then he pulls another old grenade out and tries to take the pin. And he tells Christine that his new fear, this is clearly just something that he's making up right now, right in the moment, just... You really using that improv. He probably scooted over when Robin was doing her uh, mime face acting. It was like, Oh, let me do improv one Oh one. Always be selling. Yes. And yes. And so he tells Christine that his new fear is that if she moves to Utah, she's going to get some boyfriend who wants to take their money, his money, the family money. And between Christine this imaginary non-existent money groving boyfriend and the state of Utah, which is the most polygamy unfriendly state in uh, our great 50, that he's not going to have access to Truly anymore because he's seen that happen. Christine looks at him and says, that's your biggest fear. (laughs) And then he makes Christine promise that she's not going to find some user boyfriend or user husband to take all of his I don't know, My Sister Wife's Closet, Overflow. I What money, bro? Y'all don't have money. <laughs> you don't have money. That's why those houses aren't being built on Coy- Coyote Pass. You said that last season. Y'all ain't got money to take. So. If anything, I'm sure Christine probably is worth more than Cody is with her LuLaRoe money. I pretty probably very confident. Between the Lulero and the, the gut health, uh, skinny tees, gotta be worth more than Cody. I'm sure of it. This was the moment, the moment of the episode for me, when Christine says in a confessional, based on the way Cody's behaving and his reactions, this is just confirming that I've made the right decision. He's not safe for me. He just... Ugh, ugh. <laughs> and then she actually squirms and like... Ugh. <laughs> in disgust in her chair she goes i'm sorry sorry that was really just sorry he's just not safe for me and there's no doubt in my mind that i've chosen correctly here like (laughs) she physically shook that man off oh disgusted disgusted so then christine tells cody that this is no longer for her and polygamy is no longer for her and he goes it really seems like you're kind of excited about getting out and she goes no i'm actually heartbroken to leave. And he goes, I just saw a glint in your eye. I saw that. I saw it. And then Christine says, what I'm excited about is my future. And Cody says, well, <laughs> things have been way worse for Mary. Like, we, Christine, had a much better relationship over the past five years than Mary and I have had. And Christine's like, yeah, I don't want what you and Mary have. I don't want you what you and I have. I don't want what Mary has with you, for her, it's sad. <laughs> I don't even want that for her. Definitely don't want it for us. And then she says in a confessional, this is just so heartbreaking. Like, there's there's no way. I uh, I don't understand Cody says that. Like, why are you comparing our marriage to the relationship with, you have with Mary? Why don't you compare your marriage with Robin to my marriage with you? Why don't we do that? Hmm? So then Christine tells Cody... It's just heartbreaking to be your wife. You have so many places you would rather be than be with me. You, Mother's Day. You were there for 15 minutes. And then she can't even finish the sentence. She's like, you know what? Never mind. You know what? Our memories are different. Doesn't matter. I, we're not going to talk about Mother's Day. Then Cody claims that he was just being defensive. I'm, I'm just being defensive because I saw my my stuff was moved out. Sorry. I'm just I'm just acting out because of what you did to me. Huh? <laughs> He didn't cry. So Christine says, it's just heartbreaking being your wife. It's been heartbreaking for years. It's been heartbreaking when I asked you for help and I asked you to be a partner and I asked you to be here and you're not. And so Cody's like, oh, see, well, it's just never enough for you. See, this is the Aquarius man coming back. You're asking too much. I have put you, this is exactly what he did. I have put you in a box in which you were supposed to behave this way. And now your emotions are spilling over and I'm not dealing with it. And so whatever happens is what you get. Your emotions are trying to elicit some sort of reaction out of me. And you being punished is just what you get for your behavior. Like She is not allowed to do anything outside of the tiny box that he put her in. And everything outside of that is a direct attack on him. And what he had going on. Like, I thought we had decided, Christine, that you just got the scraps. And now you're asking for half a meal here. And we're not doing that. You're, you're asking for too much. I tried to kick you a little chicken leg last week. And that wasn't enough. And you're still crying and talking about how hungry you are. And like, pfft, that's on you. That's on you. So Christine tells him. I just don't want to be at every family function where I'm being reminded and watching you be a good husband and an amazing dad who cares and helps in the home and spends enough time at the house that the kids are secure with him. I don't want to have to watch that. And so Cody starts pointing the finger, literally and figuratively, at Christine and says, see, here's the problem. This is a poison that you've been putting into the marriage, comparing different relationships. He wants her to be happy with nothing while he goes and gives somebody everything. And the fact that she puts her foot down about that is poison. It's poison to him. So Christine says, I was asking for help. And Cody's like, well, I felt like I was, I felt like I was dealing with somebody who's just constantly agitated. So if I seemed detached when I was at the house, it's because And Christine says, yeah, it's because I wasn't properly responding to my heartbreak. That's what it is. And now we said it. And now we said it. So Cody says, for us, plural marriage doesn't work. And Christine says, for us, marriage doesn't work. The episode ends with Christine in a confessional saying, I just feel like to Cody, Robin is more important, certainly more than I am. And I've been the third wheel for real years now. And I know it. And everybody knows it. (laughs) And it's sad. And it sucks. The sun does not rise and set on me, and it never has. Never. (laughs) Cody's trying to rewrite history before he even gets up out of his chair, and he says, well, you're the one who says that you don't want to do this, and I'm just sitting here. I don't know what to do. And Christine's like, why would you say? And he says, because I'm supposed to. (laughs) And then Christine says, but you don't really want to. And then Cody sits there for a second and he goes, are you guys ready for this? He says, I'm sorry. And Christine says, I'm sorry too. And then Cody says, I guess we just can't make ourselves into something that we're not because we've been trying that for years now. And what what else can we say to that? What a great great episode. The man is a monster. He's delusional. I hope you guys are ready because I feel like this premiere was an amuse-bouche on the bullshit that is about to spew out of this man's mouth for the rest of the season. I'm guaranteeing you this is going to ruin his relationships with the rest of the women who are even pretending to like him i can't wait to watch it i god bless this is christine's victory lap this is her fight song get back her right song and i'm ready she looks incredible her face is glowing. We're seeing it happen in real time. This woman get her life back. It's it's going to be a real treat. So I hope you guys stick around. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Love you. Bye.